This is the MT Sports Show. We're here on episode 17, and joining me always is my co-host, Tyler. Tyler, um, I know that you didn't get a chance to see most of the game uh, between Michigan and uh, Nebraska. Um, I, however, did get to see uh, probably the most of the game, um, 95% of the game. I, I was thoroughly impressed with Michigan. Um, this team is a completely different team than first game that Michigan faced them. It was a 20-point defeat, and mm-hmm. now uh, this team is just, it's a completely different team. You can see that. And uh, I was just impressed um, that they don't falter um, in games. And uh, even if you know a team goes on a run, they, they seem to shut that down and um, keep it consistent for the most part. Mm-hmm. So um, what were you impressed by as far as uh, Michigan goes? And uh, do you think Nebraska will make the, make the NCAA tournament? I don't think uh, Nebraska is going to make the tournament. I think I've seen something that Joe Lenardi said. Uh, Miss, uh, Nebraska needed two wins in the tournament, and they didn't even get one. So, and that's coming off a uh, double bye. But um, I see them going to NIT for sure. And what I like about Michigan is uh, they, uh, they, they rebounded. Like, you know, they came out slow against Iowa. They played down to Iowa's game. They started out 0 for 12 against Iowa threes, and they mm-hmm. finished with only three threes coming from Duncan Robinson. Um, they missed their free throws during that game, and uh, I didn't see this game, but I did keep stats, and I did see something that you twit- tweeted something that Michigan was hitting threes. I think they ended with 11 threes. Uh, Which is, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, what they average, they don't average that. They don't average that, that many threes. Like I don't think they average double digits and threes per game. But um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I but do know that they. Uh, that, yeah, that's the thing to a beeline's uh, offense. I mean, if you if we can hit our threes and if Simpson plays the way he does, driving to the hole, making baskets, and all that, then mm-hmm. Michigan is poised to make a deep run. I mean, I, I like the effort from. I mean, if you go to the Iowa game last week, uh, Rockman fouled out. Wagner followed out. I think they only had like eight and nine points or something like that. And then this game, they they finished with 20 and 21. And since then, chipped in with 12. So, I mean, our, it's a pit bull mentality that Michigan has. And, you know, if they, if they play like they did against Nebraska and like they did against Michigan State, they, they are poised to make a deep run in the tournament for sure. Yeah, they – get it done with defense, and it's something that they haven't done as well as they have done in the past. You know, I know their teams have been pretty decent as far as defensive side side of the ball goes, but this team mm-hmm. seems just seems to, you know, force more turnovers. They seem to force – they don't seem to force the, the action. You know, they, they play good right. team ball, and they are playing, playing good perimeter D, and, um, you know, we'll get into this game in a second, but that's something that Michigan State does well, too. They defend the ball uh, pretty well, too. So, um, But, um, yeah, Michigan is uh, playing better defensively than I've seen uh, by watching their games. And I didn't used to really have to be asked. I mean, I'll, I'll be the first one to say this. Uh, I'm not afraid to say it. I didn't always watch Michigan basketball. Like, you know, growing up as a kid, I didn't, I didn't watch Michigan basketball. Um, and maybe a little bit, um, you know, in the Maurice Taylor years kind of, that those in the trailer years, you know, those years I'm talking about, I used to watch then. Yeah. But um, 
So, um, yeah, this team is just, you know, they're just better defensively, and I think it goes to test to, uh, uh, to testament to how good Beeline is at getting his guys to um, be where they need to be. And uh, um, he believes in his guys that they'll succeed. And, uh, you know, they're getting a lot of production, like we, you mentioned, uh, um, you know, the production they got from uh, Simpson. And then look at Duncan Robinson. He, he uh, finished with 16. I think one of their – they're undefeated when he scores over 15-plus, correct? Uh, I think I think he's like six. I think he's like sixty point or six points. They're they're undefeated. Yeah. So I mean, if he scores, he, he, he scores. Yeah. I think in one of the games he only had seven and they won. I think it was their last regular season game against Maryland. Yeah. He only had like seven points and they won. So yeah, when he scores over six points, they're undefeated. I think they're like. I think the record was I seen last time was like 19 and 0, and I think that was a few three four games ago. So I think they're you know 23 24 and 0 when he scores uh, six or more. Yeah, which is I mean crazy. And he had those three out of four games where he scored 15 plus. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean that's him accepting the role to come off the bench is something you know you usually don't see from a guy. As I like if you're supposed to be being that young of you know guy. Well, he's a senior. And I could see it from him, but if it was a younger guy, he might not accept that role. So um, he might take offense to that. Where hey, I'm you know, I'm a five-star kid. I coming off the bench. I didn't come here to play on the bench. And you see, uh, this kid might want to transfer because he feels hey, I came in here to play right away. I'm not taking no second field to anybody. But you know, a senior guy like that. Um, and plus, he's what D three guy. So I mean, he's. Yeah, I mean humbled, it's yeah. it's it's rare you get a D three transfer because like they mm-hmm. never transfer to a D one. It's hardly rare. No, so, I mean like, I know that I know that you had uh, Seth Curry from Liberty, and I don't, I thought Liberty University was a D three school for basketball. Mm-mm. Liberty University, like they're not. I know I they're D two like at least. They're not D one. They're not D1. They're not Williams. That's no, I think they're at least D2, though. But, I think they're at least D2. So, yeah, he transferred to Duke, and Duke's obviously D1. So, I mean. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. But, yeah, I mean. Yeah, for a kid, D3, if you're D3, that's like, I mean, a Division three school to transfer a Division one school. I mean, that's. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure, man. That's like, that's like, that's like uh, junior varsity <laughs> high school transferring to, you know, um, you know, a D, D2 college. And, and, uh, and That's college, D1, so. man. Uh, Liberty's D1. Are they really? Well, I don't, I don't think they were when uh, Seth, Seth Curry was there. There's no – I don't I, – maybe they are. I don't know. I thought they were they're always the, D2 in basketball. No, they're D1. They're in the Big South. I mean, you don't get much. Oh, right. Football, they're independent, but basketball, they're D1. No. Did he come – did Seth Curry go to Liberty? I – or am I mistaken that he didn't go to Liberty? Uh, he went to Davidson. Seth? Or Seth? Not, yeah, Seth. Not Seth. Not the big baller in the NBA that <laughs> everybody knows. <laughs> not the one from Davidson? Yeah, Liberty University. He went to Liberty University. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I, 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 thought, I always thought they were uh, – they were they, – because, they, yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. Because um, I know a person that goes to Liberty University, and they weren't D1 until this past year. So when he played for them, they weren't D1 in, in all sports, I don't believe. Okay. They, they are big, big South. I know that they did 
they did recently just transferred to D one and they did pretty well. That's when they beat uh what they beat? They beat a division one school, I think. I think they beat Baylor, I think it was. I think it was too. Yeah, and football. So um yeah, I think they were previously division two, so uh, but I mean anyways. Uh, you don't see that very often and it's a testament to what, no. how uh, humble yeah. humble uh, uh Duncan Robinson is and he's I think it's good. He gives good energy off the bench. Um as far as that goes, um, so you know it's it's great for him to come off the bench and um, you know give I mean, him a lot of life we, energy. We need, I mean, we need that coming off the bench. I mean, we have a senior coming off the bench for Robinson, and then you know we got the young, the young gunner and uh, Jordan Poole who just comes in, you know, instantly lights it up. I mean, that's what we need our bench play to play like that too. And it's good yeah. to have a senior leader like a Duncan Robinson and be like, hey, I don't mind coming off the bench. I want to go out when it's my time. I want to go out there and I want to make the shots and out and help this team win. Uh, yeah, Jordan Poole right now is kind of struggling as far as, as, far as his performance I've noticed, on, I as of late. See that. Yeah. He's the, I think he's kind of get. I think, he, I think it's kind of getting to his – I mean, he's the type of kid that's – I mean, he's young and it, it's going to happen, but I think oh, that yeah. he's just – into his head a little bit too much right now, and he's hyped up, which is fine. You know, you're young, and um, you just got to channel that in a different way and not, mm-hmm. um, you know, he went one for nine from the field against Nebraska. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, in the previous game, I don't think he even scored. So um, No, he didn't, but. Yeah. He so, sense. hey, he's a guy that I think will get it figured out. To be honest with you, he's young. Um, yep. So, I, I just think that um, him being a freshman, it's okay for him to struggle. And the way he's been playing um, throughout the season, for the most part, like or especially the latter part of the season, um, he's he's playing good. You know, we've seen the Jordan Poole gang signs. We've seen the stare down from Jordan Poole, which the stare down was. I mean, that's what I mean. Got to get in your head a little, get in your head a little bit. But I love his I love his attitude and his confidence. You got to have that as a as a freshman as just playing the Division One sport, you got to have confidence. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like that swagger. Jordan Poole's got that swagger about him um, that I haven't seen from any Michigan freshman since maybe, what? The Fat Five. Well, I don't want to say the Fat Five. Maybe uh, Trey Burke, maybe. Um, you know, Trey Burke had something yeah, about him, I, I think. I can, yeah. I can say that, you know, but, I mean, Jordan, maybe Jordan Poole is just – He's a different type of kid, I feel like. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It, well, um, it's just gonna get better next year with the the talent we have coming in. You know, it's gonna be a swagger team. Yeah, they only lose they lose uh, Rockman and Robinson, Duncan Robinson. Yeah, I, 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 and Walt, Walt Wagner could come back. He could leave. I mean, he's a junior right now. So I think I, mean, I think it's I think we're gonna see how they do in the tournament. Yeah, I think so too. He, um, if, if I if I had to put a guess on it, I think he'll I think he'll come I think he'll come back. I think he will too. That's, he may go through the whole draft thing again. You know, go to the combine and all that. Weigh his options. Yeah, because you can do that now without then, any penalty. You can do that and then come back, yeah. which is cool. I, mean, I don't. I don't think he signed with the agent last year. No, no, he didn't. I don't think he did. I, don't, I think DJ Wilson was the only guy that did. I think, or maybe yeah, DJ Wilson DJ. didn't even. <laughs> I, in my opinion, I, do you do you think that DJ Wilson should have left? Or do you think he should have stayed? He should have stayed. 
my opinion. My, that's the exact, my exact opinion, too. I'll leave it at that. I think you should, he think should, he should have stayed. But, I mean, this is, but these, you, yeah. I mean, these are, you know, 19, 18, 20-year-old kids, you know. But, yep. I mean, he did get picked. He, he did get picked in the first round, didn't he? He did get picked by the Bucks. I think it was, like, you know, late – First round, like a 19th, 20th yeah, overall pick or something like that. Um, he he honestly just sort of came back. Well, I'm going to say this. Well, I'm going to say this, and we're going to move on. Um, you get somebody in your head, whoever it is, maybe it'd be an agent, maybe uh, you know, a scout or a you know, a parent or you know, family of that nature, and say, hey, well, I think that you're you did good this year. I think you're a little bit better than. Uh, people are, you know, making it out to be at school. So they're getting in his head, telling him, telling him things, and he believes it, and he's like, oh. I mean, you're young, and it gets in your head. Um, and, you know, that's all I'm really going to say about it. Uh, just right. saw the money, dollar signs, I understand, but, you know, it's, he, he's not doing great for right now, and sometimes it just doesn't translate to the NBA. So, um, yeah, it's Tyler, the NBA, the NBA, some, a lot of times they don't have time for – kids to come in and sit there and, you know, mold them or, you know what I mean? They, it's really you yeah. have to be able to to be able to adapt to the game pretty quickly and get it figured out pretty quickly. They don't have time to sit there and develop you. And a lot of guys struggle because they don't, you know, get it figured out when they get there. And they've got to figure out in college, but, I mean, the NBA doesn't really have time for that usually. That's what the G League is for. Um, mm-hmm. you know. So let's move on from that. Uh, you know, Michigan uh, defeated Nebraska, 77-58. Um, kind of should have started out with that, but oh well. Um, they uh, were defeated by them in the regular season, 72-52. Um, to And uh, so, so Michigan, Michigan, yeah, Michigan, Michigan were off by 20 the first time, and then they uh, came back with their own essentially 20-point victory. Points. Yeah. I mean, call it 20 points if you want. Or, I mean, I know they won by 19, but it kind of feels like it's 20 points. <laughs> um, it's still double so, digit. Revenge of that. Uh, well, it just goes to show you what that, how different different this team was then. And it happens. It's not just Michigan either. It's every team you look at and then NCAA. Um, they are completely different teams. They were beginning of the season. They were, you know, end of the season. So. Look, at, look at the, the team uh, south of us. Yeah, what have they lost? Uh, you know, they've lost quite a few games. In a, I mean, it's not really been – they lost three. They lost three to Penn State. So, um, you know. And I mean, Tony Carr, you know, that scored at least 25 points against them. Excuse me, say that one more time. I said Tony Carr of uh, Penn State scored at least 25 points against them in all three of those losses. Yeah, and I mean – uh, you know, Tony Carr, uh, he, he's a guy that didn't really show up too much against Michigan. I think Michigan kind of held him in check for the most part. Um, but, uh, you know, they, Penn, State's got, Penn State's got Ohio State's number. And you look at Ohio State, their last five games, they've lost three out of the last five. So, I mean, they've mm-hmm. only had two, two wins against Rutgers and Indiana. And that their, one of those wins was against Indiana by two points. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they're reeling right now. Um, they're a team that I still think is pretty good entering the NCAA tournament. 
but I wouldn't project them to go any go really far in the NCAA tournament because they've got some questions uh, surrounding surrounding them right now. They're a team that they're a team that you they, that you will see in the second weekend, I'm sure. But it could be well, depending who they yeah. face, they could get upset. So um, yeah, I mean, they just like everyone else. Basketball, college, you know, off guard under their first year coach. Yeah, I think he's doing a great. He, I'll give him credit. He's doing a great job, and I think he still thinks. Oh, yeah, he, I still believe he's the Big Ten coach of the year. But um, you know, it, it, Penn State just got has their number. <laughs> it just uh, exactly it, tends to happen. That's all right, though. We'll take it. Yeah, uh, the Purdue Purdue uh, actually um, shifting they to some more. Out. Yep, they squeaked one out against Rutgers, shifting to some different uh, topics as far as uh, non-Michigan news goes. Um, Purdue, I, I was surprised to see Purdue eke out a seven-point victory over Rutgers, and Rutgers um, really has probably improved more than any other team in the Big Ten, as far in my opinion. Um, I, I feel like they're going to be they're going to make some they're going to make a little noise next year. They're not creeping up on people. Rutgers versus Nebraska in the NIT championship game. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'll go with the Scarlet Knights. Nice. I'll go with the Scarlet uh, I'll probably have to go with Nebraska, but anyways. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, it was um, – and then um, obviously Michigan State, um, they, they eked out a three-point victory Sweet against Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Mm. Wisconsin, a team that Michigan beat by double digits. But, yeah. On the road, right? I think Michigan was up at 30 at the, at the half in that game, right? Am I, I'm not mistaken, right? Yep, they were. They kind of so relaxed a little bit, but he still got the double-digit win. Yeah, uh, I think they were up. They only won like they won by like almost 20, I think. So I mean, really. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that was the other parts of the bracket. Uh, the Big Ten uh, bracket goes. Um, now it's you're on to the semifinals. Um, you got Michigan versus. Michigan State. Um, speaking of the Big Big Ten tournament, um, Michigan was was and is the lowest seed to win the Big Ten tournament, being an eight seed, um, and um, also on five occasions, the champion of the tournament has gone on to reach the Final Four of the NCAA tournament. Um, Michigan State, 1999, 1999, Illinois in 2000. Oh, I'm sorry, Michigan State. And 99 and 2000, Illinois in 2005, Ohio State in 2007, and Wisconsin in 2015. So, and then obviously Michigan State in 2000 won the NCAA championship that year. So, mm-hmm. um, Michigan has it, you know, going for them. You know, I mean, I know that they didn't make it big. They didn't make the Final Four last year, and they won the Big Ten uh, tournament. But you know, history is says that it, it can still happen, um, that right. they can still make that. As, and it, same with Michigan State goes. I think that uh, uh, Michigan State's got some questions around around them, though, uh, a little bit. I, I think they're a really good team, but I don't think they're as good a team as people are making them out to be. Um, no, th- there's there's flaws in their game. Um, a little bit. We can – I mean, I'm, we're not we're – not, we're, I mean, we may hope it's the Michigan fo- – Michigan sports, Michigan University of Michigan sports podcast. But I mean, we're throw it out there like what it is. I I throw balls at Michigan's game if I need to. I mean, well, yeah, I'm no. not. 
I'd do the same uh, thing. I don't, I mean, yeah, I don't care. A, so right now, I um, right now I, I've seen a little bit of uh, struggle with Michigan State's defense. You know, I think it. I think they just got too much going on right now. I'm not going to get into it because everyone knows. Mm-hmm. But uh, they just got a lot going on. But I mean, they they've been pulling it out for what's been going on and all that. I mean, I give them props for that. Yeah, um, they they Michigan State their last outright Big Big Ten championship. I think it was 2009 under Izzo, if I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh. And I that's not. I mean, people like talk Tom Izzo up to be this this really 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 amazing coach, and he owns this and that. And I I respect it to a certain standard. Like he, you know, he's got. He's got what six or seven Final Fours under his belt, which is, I mean, it's great. But he, you know, dude's only got one one NCAA championship, and that's two thousand. I mean, right? And I don't. Think, you, you, you need to get it done on a consistent basis, you know. I don't think. Yeah, they were saying like this is probably one of the best uh, states team that Izzo has had. I mean, we'll see how they do in the tournament. See where they land. What seed? Who they all got? But I mean, I think lately, I mean, they've been getting. They've been losing the second round to like a Middle Tennessee State. You know they struggle with these like these uh, lower schools who are athletic because Middle Tennessee was athletic. You know they were mm-hmm. they were beat state. They held in. Um, well, you look at it, Tyler. Last so. year they lost to they lost to Kansas in the second round, round of uh, thirty two last year, mm-hmm. uh, Kansas. Which I mean, you know, you lose to Kansas. When was it? That's not when was a the huge deal state? because. Right, no, but when was the last time State made a Final Four since 2000? Since 2000? They made one in 2016. They didn't make one in 2016. I think it was 2015, I think, made the Final Four in 2015. Yeah, they did make the the Final Four in 2015 because I know they lost to Duke that year in the Final Four and Duke went out to win the National Championship that year. That's the year they had uh, Denzel, not Denzel. Yeah, Denzel. They say they had Denzel balancing, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, So... That was last year they made the Final Four. And if Tom Izzo doesn't, you know, get it going, uh, I mean, I shouldn't say get it going. If he doesn't make a Final Four this year with, his, you know, arguably the best team that he's had, um, yeah. then, I mean, you know, what's what's the next thing? What are you looking to next? There's a lot of questions being uh, answered about uh, what's going on at MSC right now. And, uh People, I, I can't stand this, and I can't stand it one bit. Um, there's a lot of MSC fans that will throw shots at, I don't know, me or just fans in general on Twitter or social media and say, well, the whole narrative that, you know, you're only talking about this because you're a Michigan fan or you're, you're throwing shots at Michigan State because you're a Michigan fan. Well, I mean, no, we're not. I mean, I'm just calling it how it is. Uh, right. It so it so happens to be I that I that I have a somewhat bias towards the University of Michigan. So mm-hmm. you throw that in there, people are like, well, you know, your your narrative doesn't count, your your opinion doesn't count. So um, right, you know, I just don't think John Beeline gets enough credit when it comes to the it comes to being compared to two times as though. Um, well, think, no, because I feel like I mean there there could be different reasons why you know. Beeline, you know, stays or you know is low key and doesn't get enough credit. It's because he's not bringing in five stars to his school. I mean, 
if you look at the team we had, I think they were like, what, three or four stars. We had transfers. Mm-hmm. No, he gets players. He's just, he gets players that fit his system. I mean, he did the same at mm-hmm. West Virginia. I mean, he's, he, he turned uh, Mo into what he used Kevin Pitnagel for. You know, someone who can, exactly. who can shoot threes. And I don't think Pitsnago was a five-star player. And, you know, Beeline just says everything right. You know, he doesn't really focus on, you know, the whole big narrative about the NCAA. You know, he said, you know, they've done it right by the books. I mean, and I believe it. But, you know, Michigan, Michigan basketball hasn't really been, you know, that type of basketball program since he got there. Because they were in a dark hole for a little bit with t- under Tommy Amaker and uh, they weren't they weren't being competitive until you know uh, Beeline got there. No, you look at you look at uh, you know re- John Beeline's record at Michigan, um, you know through the 2017 NCAA tournament uh, for Michigan. You know he's 15 and nine in that tournament. Um, you know. So, I mean, he's got a pretty good winning percentage as far as that goes through the through the, uh, mm-hmm. the tournament. And uh, Michigan had to vacate a few wins, uh, yeah. quite a few wins, um, when those sanctions were set down, um, when the Fat and Five was there, I, and, was, and so yeah. And see, that was the that was basically that like the last, if I recall right, the last time you know Michigan was publicized because of the whole Fat Five. Hmm. You know they, they weren't. Whole, they, they weren't. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say they brought that whole you know new look to the college basketball, and you know the whole Michigan against Duke and all that. You know they hated each other during that year with the Fat Fives and Christian Leitner. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a different story for another thing. I know. kind of. I know it kind of ties into the. You know the Fat Five. We're talking about the Fat Five. Um, Beeline just to put himself you know, out there, like you know, these other high colleges, because he don't get the he don't get the talent. He works what he get. He works with what he get, gets, which is worked out. Well, that's a, he does. Listen, he does more with less than Tom Izzo does, and I'm I'm gonna throw that out there right mm-hmm. now. He he does more with less, and and you can't really. That's no way. Uh, just the way it is. He does more with less, and um, you know, kudos. I think Tom Izzo is a, a heck of a coach. He's a hell of a coach, uh, man. Yeah, but I will say this though: you talk about guys that he got from, you know, previously, previously before Miles Bridges and Jaron Jackson. Um, <clears throat> He wasn't getting five-star guys. He wasn't getting these guys from Chicago and other areas like Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he wasn't getting those guys. <clears throat> My question is, how is he now getting these starting to get get these guys? Because it's not like Tom Izzo is, you know, just starting to win big games and stuff like that. Dude's <laughs> made six Final Fours. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I mean his, his, resume, his resume speaks for itself. I mean, I'm not – He's a hell of a coach, but I mean, they're just coming to the point where you know where he's got all this talent, and when it comes up to like the uh, tournament time, you know they falter. 
Yeah. So why is no? Listen, I'm asking the question to you. Why is it that he he now is getting these top tier players and that he didn't necessarily get before? Because before he got like guys that were, you know, four year guys. And I don't care about you can say whatever you want. Oh, Miles Bridges came back for a second year. This is that. Well, I mean, you know, he's only had one. I think it was like he's only had one. He's only had two one or dones in his tenure at Michigan State, and that was with uh, Zach Randolph, and then he had uh, what was his name? Um, do that left for uh, uh, Deontay Davis. Um, mm-hmm. So he's had those, those are the only two one and dones. So I mean, you have two one and dones, and you're you've been Michigan State coach for what uh, twenty years, roughly. I don't, I don't know how long I've been at MSU for. Um, so how how are you now just getting, um, you know, he's been at Michigan State since 1995, so. <laughs> so, yeah, about, tw- about 20, 23 years. Yeah, well, I understand the one and done's weren't, you, you kids weren't coming out of high school, uh, well, straight yeah. to college, and that, that stuff in the 90, late 90s, so that wasn't an issue, but, um, you know, this post one and done thing, you know, I mean, it just kind of, I just kind of scratched my head like, you know, What's I mean? What's going on? I mean, I'm not saying. I mean, I'm, I'm just with you. I mean, because when you think of one and done, you think of Kentucky and Duke, honestly. Yeah, you think of Kansas, Kansas too. Yeah. Um, then so, I mean, Michigan State doesn't Michigan State doesn't fall into that category. So no. now you, you get they get a guy like Miles Bridges and Jaron Jackson. It's like, you know, where Bridges I came mean, back. Well, he did come back. I understand he came back, but you know, really, Jaron Jackson is uh, likely to leave. Oh, that guy's that guy's gone. There's no question. He he he's gone. Yeah. And if he comes back, I would think that would, that would be, be a surprised. huge mistake. That'd be huge. That'd be a huge mistake by him to come back. Oh yeah, he's, you're he's, you're a lot. He's protected to be a lottery pick. A lottery right now, pick. And, uh, he was a, but he was freakish. Yeah. Um, but, probably yeah, I mean, my, team, my answer, my answer is just as good as your, yours, man. I have no clue why. Why well, haven't I? I have an idea. I have an idea, but I'm not going to say it. But. Oh, I'm, oh, come on! I have an idea. I have an idea off the record. Off the record. This is not on the record. This is off the record. I know we're recording right now, but it's off the record. Uh, right. You know, Tom Izzo trusted people around him. Mm-hmm. And he trusted trusted the wrong people, and that's why he's in this mess sure. right now. My my opinion. Yeah. Same with same, not just time is though. Same with Rick Pitino. Same with Sean Miller. Huh. Trusted the wrong guy. You trusted the wrong guys to be around you. Why why are you in this why Rick, are you in this mess right now? Rick Rick Pitino trusted the strippers. All right, come on now. <laughs> Tyler, you're gonna kill me, bro. <laughs> all right. Trust the hey. What guy? What, you know, what, what young guy wouldn't trust strippers? What old old guy wouldn't trust some strippers? Huh? Right? Hey, if he if he was if he was if he was running a mafia, no, he'd be a, he'd be a low key boss for sure. I could see Rick Pitino low key being a boss, just being a mafia boss. I could I could definitely right. see it. I don't I don't I don't think he's a guy that should be trusted. I don't. I don't think Rick Pitino really knew of a lot of things that were going on, but I also think he knew of other things that were going on too. So I think so too. I think the same thing with Sean Miller. I saw his release. I, th- I don't think he knew what was going on, but at the same time, I think I know he. I think he knows a little bit. 
you could you not you're not completely blind to what's going on at university. I don't care what anybody says. Like, or oh, I didn't really know. Well, that work may work out if you're first second year coach. That might be something you could go by and get get away with. But your time is have been been there since 1995. You know the ins and outs of that program, and mm-hmm. I. It's fine if he doesn't want to sit there and answer questions and keep answering them. I would get sick of it too, but they also have the right to ask those questions about what's going on. They do. So they do. Expect expect to deflect if you want. Um, that's what Michigan State's good at is deflecting, in my opinion. But um, yeah. so you know, it's it's a really weird situation going on in college it's, basketball. We'll see what happens yeah. with that. And like I said in the um, last podcast, it's just getting started, man. Yep. We'll see what shakes out there. Uh, jumping, jumping back to more uh, relevant it's, topics and situations right now. Uh, Big Ten the uh, semifinals. Yeah, Big Ten semifinal matchup, Michigan versus Michigan State. Uh, Michigan recently, um, regular season, took a game on the road in East Lansing, 82-72. Um, in that game, Michigan uh, showed uh, they didn't falter in that game. Um, they played played very well. Um, I, I think that they can do that do that again. Um, and that game, um, you know, Michigan um, they they showed that they're not afraid of the big moment. I feel like um, you know, and they they, they showed how how well that they can be. Going into this Big Ten tournament and the NCAA tournament, uh, mm-hmm. you know, what did you what do you think uh, of their performance in that game? And I know it's, we already talked about it, um, but what do you think of their performance in that game? And uh, what do you expect from uh, them tonight? Do you expect uh, the the well, same uh, same Michigan team? I I think we're going to see the same Michigan team. I know you know Tom Izzo is probably going to play Michigan a little bit different than he did in the past. But um, it just comes down to turning the ball over. Uh, our, that last game against State, uh, Michigan forced State to turn the ball over 18 times, and Michigan only had seven. So, and that's that's been like that's what I've noticed. Like if you can turn State over, then you have a good chance of staying in the game and winning. Um, Michigan shot only 15 threes that game, and they made six. So they shot 40% from the threes. So, um, and then, you know, that was uh, Mo Wagner, Mo Buckets coming up party. He had 27. Simpson had 16. Matthews had 10. Uh, Abdul Rockman had 14. So, I mean, if we can, if we can get those players getting double digits again, uh, we can easily pull off this win against State. But we just got to turn State over and, you know, and hit our threes. And I don't think Michigan one, had that. Go ahead. I was going to say, and then another one I was impressed in that game, Michigan was at the line. Michigan was at the line 35 times, and they made 28 free throws. They shot 80% from that game. So we got to make our free throws because we know how the refs are in this tournament. They're brutally horrible. Well, I mean, you know, even the refs being as brutally horrible as they are, uh, <laughs> and they have been consistently brutal, but Michigan getting the line, you know, if Michigan's, Getting the line when they're fou- the fouls are called on the other team, uh, making those free throws are important. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I, I I know that uh, they against Nebraska. You know, they they um, got the the free throw line 
and you know they went 12 for 15. So I mean that's not compared to Nebraska. Nebraska went you know made 22 free throws for 27 attempts. I mean, geez, that's the disparity between the two is that's absolutely ridiculous. You know, and it, I, uh, I think I mean, yeah, it, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I know in the uh, state game when they last played, you know, uh, Michigan State was at the line 32 times and Michigan was at the line 35 times. Just converting on your free throws is the big big name of the game here, there, uh, Tyler. And um, exactly, I mean, if you um, shoot eighty percent, you got to make those every time you get a chance. <laughs> yeah, um, I just don't. Well, one of the one of the big biggest questions for Michigan is is their obviously their free throw, free throw shooting. Um, you know, their free throw shooting and their foul trouble. Whether it was called whether it's a foul or not, whether you want to say agree with it or not you know it was it's called a foul and it would go in the and in, in the box score as a foul on that player yeah i mean um michigan has to stay out of foul trouble and make the free throws too too many i think in my opinion my biggest opinion i say this right now michigan has to make free throws on a consistent basis when it when it matters mm-hmm. too and because um, that can come come to hot on any team and they oh, yeah. also they also um you know Need to stay out of foul trouble because yeah. um, to make a to make a deep run to make a deep run in the yeah. NCAA tournament. I agree, and I, and I like what uh, Beeline said after the Nebraska game. Like, you know, we can sit here point. We're going to sit here, you know, say the refs are horrible and all that. But I mean, like you said, it still goes down as a foul in the in the books. But I like what Beeline said. You know, he has to tell, you know, Mo, either in German or something. You know. Stop committing stupid fouls. I mean, it's going to hurt us. Yeah. Um, you see, he has a whole thing. Uh, he said, uh, I want to try to figure out how to tell Mo, uh, Mo Wagner how to not to foul in German. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Because he's committing foul. stupid fouls. It, it's it's going to hurt us. Um. I think he's just got to play a little bit smart um, and not try to play into what the refs are trying to do, you know, and the refs can dictate the great game um, a lot. So he's just got to not play into that. Exactly. I agree. So, I mean, if Moe can come out like he did against State, he was three for four from the three-point, eight for for 13 from the field goals, Twenty-seven points. So, hopefully. yeah, um, he, he, and he had he, five fouls that game. Yeah, he was on the fringe of fouling out in that game, um, and I, I surprised he did foul out that game. Um, he had he did end up fouling out uh, versus Nebraska, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Or did we? No, he, he fouled, fouled out, out against, he fouled he fouled, against Iowa. Been yeah, I guess Iowa. Yeah, yeah, they fouled out against Iowa. They ended up holding on in that game. Um, Michigan, Michigan's. I mean, Michigan in this game versus Michigan State, um, they they don't have um, they don't have to shoot uh, amazing from the three point line. You know, they it's important for them to at least make some three pointers uh, because if they, it's better oh, yeah. than zero. <laughs> I agree. Uh, they shot forty two percent in their last game. Michigan State shot forty five. Against against each other or versus each other or no? 
Yeah, the the, game, the last game they played, Michigan shot 42%. Okay. Uh, State shot 45%. Yeah, that's pretty good from the three-point line. You know, Michigan Michigan State, you know, you want to Michigan talk about three-pointers. Michigan State, three. they, I thought they make more threes in the Big Ten than than Michigan does. I don't uh, maybe, I'm pretty sure that. Pretty like sure. That, but, in well, the in the stats go and the stats go. I think they and they they do in the uh, they do shoot better than Michigan does stats wise in the Big Ten. I think they do. Yeah, I I think so. But I mean, when they played back in January or whatever, you know, State was three for thirteen from three point against Michigan. So they only shot twenty three percent from three. Yeah, Michigan State's three-point field goal percentage. Uh, um, they have 270 makes. Um, their uh, three-point percentage is 41%. Michigan's at 37%. Um, and I'll, there's six right now, and Michigan State's two. And uh, I don't think that's really any indication of how good or bad Michigan's three-point uh, makes have gone throughout the whole season. Um, and they've got good shooters. It's just they haven't been able to make as many threes as they want on a consistent, right. consistent basis ending, ending the season. Because I think they had that stretch where they just weren't shooting the ball very well. They had that stretch against mm-hmm. uh, Northwest Northwestern where they were just, you know, horrible. Uh, well, they just yep. went 0 for, 12, 0 for 12, started 0 for 12 against Iowa. That doesn't really help you. Yes. Um, no, it doesn't. So, I don't know. Um, I, I'm, I agree with Beeline. I don't know how the hell we won that game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, Michigan was due for a struggle or a slash bad game. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's it's gonna happen. So, um, but oh, yeah, you know, nice. that's why it's March. It's March. Uh, we love March. You know. Love it. Uh, what is your what is before we before we wrap up? We're gonna uh, um, give our uh, final score predictions. Uh, but what is your um, take on? the Big Ten tournament moving around so much? Uh, I don't know how I feel about it, honestly. I mean, I know they moved it up just to play at the Madison Square Garden. But, you know, teams like Michigan and all that, you know, they got to travel a little bit, or like Nebraska and Michigan and all that, they got to travel a little bit farther. I don't know why they didn't keep it just in Minneapolis. Or Chicago, even Chicago. Chicago and uh, keep it yeah. with like all the other championship games that start next week. I mean, but you know, Michigan, you know, all these big time teams will be sitting at home on Sunday, watching selection Sunday, seeing what they get drafted or picked in the uh, tournament. But I don't know how I feel about the whole moving up and all that. I feel like they, I feel like the big Ten condensed the schedule in the regular season for this tournament. You feel, like they should, you feel like they should have condensed it? No, they should They. I felt like they did this year because they moved the tournament up a week earlier. Like yeah. I felt like they condensed the games or the regular season just a little too much. But we'll see if they keep it this way or what. So, but I don't know how I feel about it. What's your take? My take on, take on it is is you're taking away from the Big East tournament. Yeah. Why have two two tournaments? Tournaments that one. I know it's Madison Square Garden. Madison Square Garden could 
can hold whatever events they want there, and, and it's, it gives these teams and these schools, you know, the luxury of playing at a big, you know, big arena that has so much history. But at the same time, um, you know, why take away from the big, big East tournament that, you know, plays there? You don't need two conferences right. playing at one one uh, arena. It's just kind of... It's, I feel like I feel like they should just go back to, you know, everyone playing on the same week. You know, had the Big East tournament in New York, Big Ten, Chicago, Pac-12, Las Vegas. You know, the SEC. I think they're somewhere, Tennessee or something. I don't know where they're at in the ACC and the Carolinas. I just feel like, you know, Greensboro. So I, just, I feel like just keep it where your central, you know home is you know right well you look at that the north carolina there the acc and i think they moved to i think they moved the ac ac tournament out of greensboro because the whole did it Duke law home no 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 yeah, the bathroom law. yeah that's what it is yeah yeah that that's what i think they, that's why they did it and it's what's it's, i don't know i'm going to talk about that it's really not even no, it's not even yeah, it's not even a relevant conversation. But anyways, uh you know no, I remember if you that. want to talk if you want to talk about, you know, then moving it back to uh, the Midwest, well, you know, next year twenty nineteen tournament to twenty two thousand twenty two tournaments are gonna be uh alternating between the United Center and uh Chicago and uh Baker Life Fieldhouse in Indianapolis. So they'll be moving back to the Midwest and I think maybe this Possibly was just a, you know. I think it was just a trial. I think so, maybe, and I don't think you giving the MSG, uh, you know, fan club a trial for <laughs> for a Big Ten right. tournament is really really right. I mean, I don't stick with just stick with the uh, just stick with what's been going uh, at the Bankers mm-hmm. Life House. You look at you look at it. I mean, uh, United Center and the Bankers Life Fieldhouse have. Yeah, that's where they've hosted the, all the tournaments. Besides, mm-hmm. they've, they've held the last two years. It was at the Verizon Center. Um, that was in the and Verizon Center. That's where. Yep. And then this year they're at the Madison Square, Square Garden. So they've the last two years they've been out east. So maybe yep. uh, no, they're just trying to uh, maybe possibly figure out maybe this might be some a place we want to have our events uh, moving forward. Not. Not in 2019, 2022, maybe 2023. They want to have uh, the tournament at the Verizon Center MSG. Uh, I, in my, in my opinion, I love MSG, but I just think that the, it's not, it's not a Michigan thing. It's, it's just. <laughs> this no, is not I the mean, Big East. This is not. This is not. Uh, this is not Campbell Walker and UConn. But save it for you know, the big tournament. Save it for the big, t- uh, not the Big Ten, but the NCAA tournament. I mean. Right. They're all over the place. Right. But yeah. I just feel like, you know if you if your if your office is out of Chicago or wherever, you know, I feel like you should have a tournament there. Right. I fully agree with that, uh, in that sentiment. Uh Michigan is uh I previously posted a tweet, uh Michigan uh, is making their third uh, Big Ten tournament uh, championship appearance in five years. Uh, they they were there in 2014 as the runner-up for that game. 
they were there uh, they were there last year and they would be seeking actually phrase that seeking their third third straight uh, or third uh, championship appearance in uh, five years which is pretty it's pretty solid as far as uh, it is as far as that solid. goes I mean and trying to repeat which I don't think has anyone done it in the big time um, Ohio State did it in 2010 and 2011. Okay. Before that, before that, no one has done it. And you look at, they did it 2010 and 2011, and then they had, they won it 2010, 2011, and 2013. So, you know, those three years they won it. <laughs> right, yeah, no. So. Three out of four years they won it. So, I mean, it's. Good they were good. Cons- they had a, like that. that's when when Thad Mata was there. I mean that was they were really really consistent and uh, they were off and now they're back back up to where they think they should be. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, you know this team right now, Michigan, uh, different team that won the championship last year. Um, not a senior oriented led group as far as that goes. In my opinion, they don't you don't have a point guard that's a senior guy like Derek Walton. Um, you know, they do have Duncan Robinson. Uh, they have Rockman, which, you know, that's good. Um, but can those guys get it done? Can those guys lead Michigan to a Final Four? Well, that remains to be seen. remains to be seen. Uh, it that, is. You know, I mean, we got to see where we get, what, what region we're in and who's in our bracket and who we, you know, match up with. I mean, I feel like I feel like we're going to make our picks uh, later in the uh Later on, another broadcast. But I feel like this tournament is going to be it's going to be hard to judge this year with a whole bunch of good-looking teams. I mean, no one expected Texas Tech to play that, come out the way they are. You know, Kansas finally finding their their way. But you know, in the past few years, you know, they didn't make it past the second or third round. So I mean, it's I feel like this tournament is going to be tough. I'm writing this down right now, Tyler. No teams really jump out to me, besides besides one. And I will say this: Virginia Cavaliers jump out to me. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, I want to. I want to go. In my opinion, they jump out to me. They play good defense. They play amazing defense. They probably play the best defense in the country. They do, but I mean, they they've got they got a few losses on their schedule. They lost to Virginia Tech. Yeah, Virginia Tech will beat Duke. Yeah. Yeah, so, so I, mean, I mean, I mean, Virginia's beatable, but I can see defensive-wise, yeah, Virginia, Virginia is definitely up there. But they, they, you can't say that they don't. They're not the most impressive team in in the NCAA, in, in Division One right now. The NCAA, there's I don't, no team that. I was gonna say Villanova, but I mean, they they struggle a little bit too. Yeah, Villanova, they lost to St. John's. I mean, I well, St. John's beat Duke, so come on now. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Well, Duke. Let's see here. Let's see here. Uh, yeah, um, Duke's not as good. No, Duke's not as good a team as you think they are. No, but the hey, Duke, so yeah. No, honestly, no. Really, no team jumps out. With wait, me didn't, too, wait, hey, wait, did wait? Uh, what was Villanova's? Wait, hold on. What was Villanova's record? Did where did Villanova lose last year in the tournament? Was it like the did they lose? In, did they lose in the final four? Or did they go to the tournament? Did they go to the. Uh, did they go to the uh, the championship game? No, yeah, that, was, the final that was. Championship game. They beat North Carolina two years ago. 
Two years ago they did, yeah, two years ago. So yeah, on that last uh, shot. And I think last year they lost in the final four because I think it was what, Gonzaga in North Carolina? Gonzaga in North Carolina in the championship game. Who, who was in the tournament? Who was in the championship game last year? Uh, North Carolina and Gonzaga. Yeah, and uh, North Carolina won. So yeah, last year. last year, yeah. So yeah, I think I think they lost in the final four of Sweet Sixteen. One of the two. The Sweet Sixteen last year. Last year they didn't make the Sweet Sixteen. Last Ooh. year they didn't make the Sweet Sixteen. Villanova they they made the Sweet Sixteen in 2016. Uh, they made the Elite Eight in 2016. So I mean, if they didn't make the Elite Sweet Sixteen in 2016, then I mean that means that they didn't make it past the Sweet Sixteen or past the second round. So uh, no, I felt like they got didn't they bust everyone's bracket last year, Tyler? Yeah, I, I do remember that. I think they lost in, like, I remember that. And I would say, fuck to my bracket. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, look what they led last year. So, I mean, uh, they, they, have, they have a lot of good players that stand out to me, in my opinion. And I'm not saying that they – I'm not honestly not saying that they can't get it done. But I just think that they're scary. You don't, you don't want to put your money on them, though. You know what I mean? Um, so. No, I mean, I feel the same way, but I feel like – Really, like I said, really no team jumps out right now. Well, that's that's fine. We're not going to always agree on anything. That is my opinion. Virginia mm-hmm. jumps out to me. You know, they they play the best. They play the in the best conference in the in the country. Big Ten's not the best conference. Stop that noise. Uh, never had. They haven't been in a while. ACC's always been the, the best conference, is my opinion. Uh, and they've they've got what? They've only got one loss in the, the ACC. So I mean, um, yeah, and that loss pretty good. To, uh, Virginia Tech. Virginia. Yeah. Virginia Tech, yep. So, um, but, you know, tournament time, you know, it's going to be, it's going to come different. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, everyone's going to be playing. Yeah. You know, you got these younger, or not these youngers, but these lower schools, you know, will screw everyone's bracket up again. <laughs> but Again, you, said you know. It. Again, you know. I don't think I can ever get a perfect bracket. <laughs> Yeah, because last year they they lost to Wisconsin, beat them uh, uh, in that 65-62 because people thought eh, Wisconsin might or might not go far, and you know Wisconsin ended up going to the Sweet 16 slash Elite Eight. So uh, we'll see what happens, man. It's going to be a great tournament. It's going to be mm-hmm. um, a great ending to this Big Ten tournament. Uh, March is just getting underway, um, but that wraps up our episode for us today, guys. Um, MT Sports Show, episode 17. Um, ending this with our final score predictions. Um, I'm going to go out and say Michigan wins this game 74-70. Um, that's, just, that's my score prediction. Um, it can go either way. Um, it's going to be a good game. I would be completely surprised with um, either result. It's a win-win for Michigan it's right now. Um, What's your final score, Tyler? Uh, my final score was pretty much what you, what you were going to say. Um, I was going to say 75-71. I got you. Um, but, you know, if Michigan just come out, you know, play Michigan basketball, you know, force State, turn the ball over at least 18 times or 
if not more, then, you know, we have a good chance of beat Michigan State for the second time in a year and bouncing them in the tournament once again. So Yeah. Um, I think uh, Tom Mizzo was like three and nine or something, three and something again in March. Yeah, he's uh, I thought you know I honestly thought he owned March. People say he owns March, but it's uh, I gotta talk about that. I gotta talk about that. But uh, it's like me saying I own a Lamborghini. <laughs> well, in most recent memory time, and most I wish we both could say we owned a Lambo. That'd be awesome. Uh, but um, right. in most recent memory, in most recent memory, he's just not got it done in March. I'm not. Right. I'm not looking at a wall. I'm not looking at a wall and drawing numbers. You know he's not got right. done, and he's only he's only two in the last um, not two in his last um, two NCAA tournament games. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, actually, I'm sorry, he's one in two. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say he had to get one win. Yeah, he got that one last year. So against uh, you know whoever the 15 seed was, but and then whoever. lost Middle Tennessee State. Hey The previous the previous year, every team's got their upsets, but uh, you know. As far as that goes, um, you know. Oh, that 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 team that team screwed everyone's bracket that year. Everyone thought state. Yeah. Was <laughs> that one was a that one was a that one was was like. It happens. It happens every single year. A team, a big it team, does. gets. Without uh, uh, March, but, something happens like that. It, <laughs> it does. It does. It's March, um, and March is the best time of the year. Uh, we just say Saturdays are for the boys. Um, yep. Okay, Saturdays are for the boys. Um, Make sure you guys all go out, I, crack one open, watch Michigan. Crack one open. Yep. Um, stay away from East Lansing. There might be some couch burnings going on. Whether it's a win or loss uh, for the for the Spartans. <laughs> couch burning. Um, so um, that wraps up our episode today. We're gonna have something later down the road with just as far as March goes. We're gonna you know, focus everything, our episodes around just March. Uh, you know, my co-host Tyler had a good idea about uh, just focusing on uh, just breaking down the regions and stuff like that and who doing picks, uh, who our picks are and, you know, giving our, you know, our final four matchups. We'll have a lot more episodes coming out um, and rather than just doing an episode, one or two episodes a week. We'll probably have, you know, probably throw in maybe three episodes a week. Um, just depends. Uh, might fluctuate, but uh, yeah, um, that's what's gonna happen for us this March. So we'll we'll be back tomorrow to break down the Michigan win or loss, and we'll preview if they play in the turn or championship game against either Penn State or Purdue. So yep. Um, well, we'll be back tomorrow either way, um, and we um, our next uh, next episode will probably be won't be till Selection Sunday. Um, you know, so. Um, you know, depending on what happens, uh, that's probably what's going to go down. Um, things can't change, and they they always do change. Um, so mm-hmm. we'll just keep everyone in a loop on that. Um, this is episode 17 of the MT Sports Show, and um, we're about roughly an hour, um, about an hour and 20 minutes from tip-off, and um, we'll see what happens in that game, and it should be a good game. Um, and as always, it's uh, go blue for me. Go blue.